up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for February 25th, 2023. Quick adjustment slash correction from yesterday. Uh, I had mentioned during the Ryan Howard segment that guys are striking out 250 to 300 times this now. And that might have been a little over the top. Uh, I think Schwarber led the league last year with 200. So it's probably more 150 to 200. But like I said, I always want to make sure we are factually correct here. So there is that. Flyers lost to the Canadians 5-2 to two last night. Uh, kind of a good loss because they're very close in the, the standings. Uh, so we'll, we'll go from there. Huge, huge Sixers game tonight against Boston. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, they're down at the Wells Fargo Center. Good measuring stick for the Sixers, especially after last game against the Pelicans. So hopefully they can, or I'm sorry, uh, the Grizzlies. Hopefully they're able to to get that momentum and keep it going from the end of that game. Philly starts spring training today. Two split squad games. Uh, I think they're playing the Tigers in one and the Yankees in the other. Yankees will be on TV, or the Yankees game will be on TV. So absolutely looking forward to that. Um, and now for the rest of the time, we're going to talk Phillies. Uh, on this day, back in 1972, the Phillies traded Rick Wise for Steve Carlton. Now, a few mo- weeks ago, we had talked about Steve Carlton when he was inducted into Hall of Fame. He had a pretty solid career as the Phil- with the Phillies after this trade. But at this time, neither pitcher was uh, the, a superstar, or let alone a Hall of Famer. Uh, but they were both very serviceable, solid pitchers at the time. Both of them weren't happy with their contracts. They wanted to to basically get a raise. And here, here's what they wanted to be paid. $65,000 a year. Back then, there was no arbitration. There wasn't free agency. And really, there were no agents. Players really negotiated on their own. So in St. Louis and in Philly, Wise and Carlton were both trying to, to get paid and negotiating with their teams. Uh, so the Phillies and Cardinals ended up trading them, hoping that a change of scenery would be better. Phillies fans weren't happy because Rick Wise was a fan favorite. He had pitched a no-hitter the year before. Uh, and the Phillies were just not a good team at the time. So the fact that you're trading away one of the pieces that would draw crowds to, uh, I believe that was the first year of the vet too it was going to be 1972 or 1971 so kind of you didn't want to make your fan base unhappy Carlton wasn't happy getting traded because he didn't want to leave the Cardinals he just wanted to get paid more uh, and going into uh, the the prior season like I said Wise had had the no hitter had won 17 games on an absolutely terrible Phillies team Carlton had 20 wins Wise was 26, 27. So at that point in their careers, they were pretty much equal. And then from that trade on, things just, they, they separated. Uh, Carlton went 27 and 10 in 1972 uh, on a Phillies team that won 59 games. So they won basically 46% of, or he won 46% of the Phillies games. Um, and I like I said, I think he would go on to have a pretty solid career with the Phillies. Um Obviously, we talked about the Hall of Fame, the World Series in 80, uh, three Cy Youngs, I think. So worked out pretty well. Rick Wise would end up going on to play for four teams, retired in 1982. He did go to the All-Star Game in 1973, but I would say that this trade pretty much worked out very well in the Phillies' favor. So 
On this day, back in 1972, the Phillies traded Rick Wise for Steve Carlton, and the rest, as they say, is history. Sticking with the Phillies again, for today's Philly Sports Black History Spotlight, we're going to talk about one of my all-time favorite Phillies, Jimmy Rollins. Uh, Jimmy was drafted in the second round in 1996, got called up in September of 2000, and was a pretty much a spark for that team. Um, they didn't do anything, but in 14 games, he had 321. Uh, next year, his first full season, 2001, as a starter, uh, played very, very well. I think he made an all-star game that year as the Phillies' only representative, finished third in the Rookie of the Year voting, but finished behind two pretty solid guys, Albert Pujols, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and Roy Oswalt, who's probably not going to be in the Hall of Fame, but had a pretty solid career. Ironically enough, also became Jimmy Rollins' teammate later in his career. But some stats on Jimmy Rollins. He was a three-time All-Star. Never really got the love from the fans uh, he deserved, I feel, during his time. He had that amazing 2007 season where he won the the MVP, uh, four-time Gold Glover. Uh, He had a 30-game hit streak between 2005 and it carried over into the 2006 season, which for the National League is the longest, I think, since Pete Rose's. Which At the time, it was the longest since Pete Rose's 44-game hit streak. like I said, 2000, he was the MVP and actually made the proclamation that the Phillies were the team to beat uh, and basically rallied that team. And they had that great run late in September to catch the Mets. Uh, always good when we can put some Mets hate on this this podcast. But 2008, he was great during that whole entire World Series run. 2009, one of my all-time favorite memories being in person there, that game four walk-off double in the NLCS. Um, just that place was – I've never been there for when they won a World Series. Um, so, like, in 2008, I'm sure it was louder than that for that Game 5. But that 2009 Game 4, the NLCS, I've never seen Citizens Bank Park as electric as it was. Um, he was traded after 2014, uh, went out west when the Phillies started – basically tearing down the what was left of those those great teams but one hell of a ride in Philly um, he is the Phillies all-time leader in hits passing Mike Schmidt uh, but I feel as though during his career there's definitely a love-hate relationship with Jimmy Rollins uh, especially early in his career uh, it was kind of like he represented and symbolized those Teams with like him, Bobby Abreu, Scott Rowland, those underachieving teams that like with Larry Bowe as the manager where they always got, they were in the playoff race for a wild card spot and then just always finished like two to three games out. And I feel like that's where that came from. And then when he came out in 2007 and said, we're the team to beat, I think that sort of changed. And then backing it up and having the season he had, I think that's when people really started to come around with with Jimmy Rollins. But he was always, again, one of my favorite players. And I feel he's a Hall of Famer. And I've, I'm trying to be as objective about this as possible. And, and I've done some research and, and like taking the, the homerism out of it and the fact that I love Jimmy Rollins as a player. But, I mean, I think his resume speaks for itself. I mean, he has the, the 2007 MVP. He was... 
get votes for um, in the voting for all or, uh, MVP five times, four Gold Gloves, over twenty four hundred hits, two hundred thirty homers, eight hundred and fifty extra base hits as a shortstop. I mean, it's and and look where he ranks in the shortstops. Uh, shortstops that have two hundred home runs, two thousand hits. Cal Ripken, Derek Jeter, Robin Yao, Miguel Tejada, and Jimmy Rollins. Shortstops with 700 extra base hits and 400 stolen bases, Honus Wagner and Jimmy Rollins. Shortstops with 400 stolen bases and 200 home runs, Jimmy Rollins. Um, And then finally, uh, shortstops with 2,000 hits and four gold gloves, Derek Jeter, Ozzie Smith, Luis Aparicio, Alan Trammell, Omar Vizquel, and Jimmy Rollins. Other than Omar Vizquel, all of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's top 15 on all the major offensive categories for shortstops all time. If you do it just in games played at shortstop, he moves to top eight. Like I said, he's the Phillies all-time hit leader. Um, I say put him in. Put him in the Hall of Fame. The Phillies have yet to retire his number 11, but nobody has worn it. And I think they're waiting to see... What's going to happen? And but I do think his number eleven will be retired at some point by the Phillies, as well it should be. And here's my question to you, listeners: I would say right now Jimmy Rollins is the best player in Philadelphia sports history, not in the Hall of Fame. And I think you have a small list right here: probably Dick Allen, Randall Cunningham, and Donovan McNabb, or the the and Jimmy Rollins. Those are the four guys. And, and where would you rank them? Uh, Am I missing somebody from the list? So let me know. But today's Philly Sports Black History Spotlight, Jimmy Rollins, thank you for all of you have done for baseball in the city of Philadelphia. On this day, the Phillies traded for Rick Rick Wise for Steve Carlton. Go Sixers. Phillies are back in action today, baby. So it's a busy, busy sports day. Go have yourself Saturday. It's supposed to be a cold day here in Philly. So great day to stay inside and watch some sports. But enjoy. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.